Hey guys, welcome back to Detroit Dark Talk. It's your boy Tom. Today's topic is nerfed clout and how to get it. Today we have in the studio Tim, and on the uh, usual you got Eric. Oh, okay. Oh, and who's our guest? Got, sorry, that it's hard to organize over the the speakers. Oh, it really, whatever. Is. You got your boy Nerf Clout Master Eric over here, related to Nerf Gout Master, getting in your knees, like the bees on your knees. Anyways, and uh, on the wire we have a guest, a very special person close to my heart we have who are you sir my name's jonathan and i am uh new to the nerf community here i just got introduced the la what was that two weeks ago yeah about two weeks and what did you do two weeks ago and war hard yeah and had you ever played nerf ever before in your life well not ever but I would ever... actually potentially say literally never. I didn't really have Nerf growing up, so uh, yeah, this was this was new for me. And my fiance Shana joined both of you, um, uh, both all of you there last. Uh, what was that? Two weeks ago, whenever yeah. whenever it kicked off. The uh, so yeah, it was a new experience for us. We had a, we had a bit of a sense of what was, uh, but not too. Much. We not played any structured. So when you took that big leap of faith to come out. From, and I think I can say you guys are in Colorado. Uh, yep. You took quite a big leap of faith to like try out this random thing that you know that just happens with a bunch of nerds, and uh, you survived. I would say you know you could call it a leap of faith in that you could say you know oh what if you didn't like the sport or like oh what if you didn't like uh, hanging out in this city for the weekend something along those lines. But to be honest, I mean it was pretty clear up front we had, we we had not done this before, but just looking at the basics of what we're talking about here it's it's an activity where we're saying hey let's get everyone who's interested committed to this hobby together into one place you get to be active for the whole weekend but no more than you want you can make it a very highly physical fitness related activity you could also take it slow take it easy walk around you can really sort of move it we knew that going in so we knew at a very minimum we'd be with just the opportunity to get outside and run around, even if we weren't particularly good, or if we were good. You know, it's not being good or bad at the game of Nerf. I don't think even would have really impacted our experience. And that's, like, that's one of the nice things about Nerf, is that there's no really good or bad. There's just how seriously you want to take it. There's no wrong way to Nerf. Yeah. I, yeah, I'd agree. I'd, I'd, I'd say a lot of the people we've met out there, there's some people who... Sort of elevate Nerf beyond the base sport that it is, or the base game that it is. And there were others. I mean, there were there were families, parents with their sons and daughters, who had clearly just taken this as an opportunity to bond with their kid. Yeah. They didn't really care about Nerf itself, but they loved the opportunity to be part of something that excited. You know, you know, Tim. Yeah, they're like Nerf's core audience. Yeah. You know, Tim. I will say there is a wrong way to Nerf. The second you stop having fun. You're doing it wrong. <laughs> that is very true. Because, like, people get really, like, uptight about this, but we all need to, I say this so much, we all need to take a step back and realize we are we are adults playing with children's toys. We need to view it as such. Yep. Like, we are, we are not a serious, I'm putting quotes on serious, we're not, like, a super tactical hobby. You can go tactical, but to Light, a point. We are lighthearted and whimsical. Yeah, we have fun. We're here to have fun. I, like, I just hope everyone has a good time. So it's yeah, and Jonathan got to see it from an outside perspective, yeah. which is why we invited him on today. Is he has never done anything, as you heard, and this was an introduction to a complete outsider, him and Shayna, um, to see what this is all about and like how 
how that portrays the outside world. But before we get into the main game, um, we should probably talk about the first part of the whole adventure after, you know, the Airbnb adventures, which we just won't talk about, but the uh, FoamCon, right? Yeah, if you guys want to see what happened in the Airbnb, check our Instagram. You'll see me yelling and holding a sword. That's pretty, oh that's pretty much a summary of how the Airbnb have was. Got, have you gotten your sword yet? I have not. Clowny, where's my sword, my guy? Oh, no, I haven't no, gotten it. No, that's yeah, Eric, I'll I was talk like, to I have, I'll talk I have your sword. This. We just need to figure out how much shipping is. It's sitting in my little work in my room back here. You, we can ship it whenever you want. Yeah, we just need to figure out how much shipping is, and I'll Venmo you or something. Okay. Well, yeah, we'll figure, figure that, that out. Offline. Yeah, it's easy enough. Um, but uh, yeah, the uh, <laughs> uh, you'll never see any pictures of Cookie Pistol, which never got claimed, by the way. Really? Cookie Pistol never got claimed. It got claimed by FDL. <laughs> We'll get into that. I guess later. so. Cookie pistol. That, that'll cookie be, pistol that'll be the post credit scene. Yeah. Talking about um, cookie pistol. So let's hop into it again. By the way, guys, I forgot to press record, so we have like ten minutes of yep. footage that we have to like redo now. <laughs> this is take two. Yeah. But whatever. Like it's that's podcasting. Um let's hop into FoamCon. Eric, what'd you think of FoamCon? FoamCon was awesome. Um for most of FoamCon, it was just it was really cool. Like we 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 saw it last year from the outside. This time we were on the inside, being a, a vendor inside the event for Detroit Dart Talk specifically. Um, I just, the, unfortunately, the thing I remember most about FoamCon is noise and heat and oppression. It was just so dang hot, and I got like a massive headache after a little while, and it just, oh, it was rough. Had to step outside and and you know take a step back but man it's really cool moments in there meeting people people who came up to our table people who bought t-shirts and patches and just meeting listeners like who they are in real life and um you know the thing is i wanted to talk to all the other people who are vending you know what i mean it's like i wanted to go over there and chat with them which we got a couple opportunities because there were four of us at the table um plus michelle could step in as necessary yeah that was we at least nice. kind of held the table down did we have, um, like, Juan holding at the table at 1.2? Probably. Yeah, even Juan. They're like, who's this guy? <laughs> oh, that's uh, that's Connor. <laughs> yeah, that's Connor. You didn't that's know? Connor. Yeah. Um, Con- Connor, de la 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 la, yeah. Uh, but the, uh, the, you know, we, we all at least tried to keep someone at the table. Um, and we did a good job of that. Yeah. yeah, there was always something going on. But, man, it was hard to organize recording. Oh, it yeah. It was hard to get through all, cut through the noise, like... It, yeah, just tough time, but very much worth it and very much a thing that I hope keeps happening well, because I, it needs to happen. It just maybe needs a different pace. I think we um, ended up with some good content um, with what we did commit to, right? Yeah, you guys have already heard it by this point. Oh, hopefully. that's true. Yeah. yeah. By the time you're listening to this episode, that episode will over. Yeah, I mean, we, we really just tried to keep the FoamCon interviews pretty light and harassment-free. Light and hairy. Light like and hairy. Like a souffle. Oh, I thought you said hairy. Light and hairy. I thought you said light and hairy. I'm just like, what? What's your third favorite dinosaur? <laughs> That's my armpit. If you could my be third any, favorite if you could dinosaur. Be any breakfast food, what would it be? Oh, mine's reptar. He's he's saying that. So I'm I'm wearing a shirt on it that has like a bunch of '90s Nicktoons and reptars on it. That's where he got it from. Yeah, it's a pretty good shirt. I got it from You're like not Target. Orig- You're not original, Tim. Rep- reptar was actually after my time. Like I. I was already Reptar was more so like my time. I, yeah, I was probably too old for Reptar by the time. Rugrats was really like Rugrats. popular like late nineties. So like yeah. my time. I mean who am I kidding? I still watched Inspector Gadget my senior year of high yeah. school, so <laughs> Nickelodeon. <laughs> Inspector Gadget, yeah, that was like on the re- that was on like the Nick at Night or something like that channel. Oh god, I'm old. 
That was on Nick at Night for you? <clears throat> Dude, Nick at Night when I was a kid was like Dragnet and Get Smart. Like I don't know, Jonathan. What, do you remember what was on Nick at Night? Uh, I did not watch Nick I, oh, I, come on. I pretty much cut it. out after Faith. I would hang out with Faith all day. And then ah, I cut out. Face. I don't know. Yeah, see, Faith... Faith Face was the daytime host of Nickelodeon. Oh, okay. It was it was just a like a background color with. Imagine the Kool Aid Man, but only on a screen. Yeah. That's horrifying. Like as if you were staring deeply the in the eyes of Kool Aid. Oh, Kool-Aid. I remember it's Face. Horrifying. Yeah, he was so <laughs> creepy. Yeah, and Face. I I remember Stick Stickly as well. Mm, see, Face was even after my time. Tim, you're old. I know. Yeah. Uh, yeah face was Nick Junior. You creeper. Oh yeah, you're right. Oh man. Yeah, you're right. Oh. What a creeper. <laughs> uh, oh wait, we were we were junior at that point in our yeah. lives. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. You creepy young man. <laughs> so Tim, what what did you think of Homecon? I enjoyed it. Uh, I think it was as enjoyable as the last year, previous years. You know, it, it's kind of hard to screw up a convention once it's going. Yeah. Um, you know, we were a little concerned uh, about our table placement because we were right next to Epic Whale. Which, if you guys aren't familiar, Epic Whale does brushless um, blasters, and and the woozy, and the woozy, and the woozy. You know, so very um, high-powered, high uh, audible output blasters, and so we were concerned that it was going to be overpowering while we were recording. But I don't think we really had any issues. No, especially since they were firing your blasters literally right next to us. Yeah, Walcom picks up a loaded blaster and just starts shooting it at people. Yeah, and he's just like, "You guys didn't tell me." Yeah, you didn't know it was loaded. He felt bad about it, yeah. but it was kind of funny. Yeah. He's um, a nice guy. No, yeah, it was cool. I, I enjoyed the experience of uh, being a guest with a table, um, which shout out to my co-host for letting me have the vendor bandana because that looks awesome. No, you, I'm, not, I'm you not just sure we let it. you have it. You just called it and left, and we're just like, okay. Yeah, you just took it, and I asked, like, what's the deal with this? And you're like, I called it. Because you're just like, because Tom got the special bandana last year for being a medic. I was fine. I was trying to give you guys props. For no, me. like, look, you can have the bandana. Like, I, we weren't going to fight you on it. I might have fought you on it. I, I, I wouldn't. I'm not that. The medic one was nice, but I, I don't really care about bandanas. Um, now my yeah, pen- I don't have any phone anyways. So. I, I just got really burnt out towards the end. For those of you that don't know, I was, like, really sick that day. I spent that night, like... Hugging the toilet. You spent a couple of nights hugging the toilet. Yeah, and it not was, because he was. No, was, no, I, I like, I just, I was sick. Like, I caught something somewhere, but yeah. uh, I managed. I powered through during during the day. During the yeah. day, I was fine. It was just once I went to sleep that the issues arose. Yeah. Now, Jonathan, you got there mm-hmm. at the end of FoamCon, right? Right. I uh, we unfortunately had a few travel delays. We'd hoped to be there earlier, but we were really only there for the last or so. I'm sorry, um, how long? In our experience, it was it was a bit hectic for us because while FoamCon was finished up, those who had been there all day had already uh, had the speed of their blasters checked. They'd already gotten their bandanas, etc. I think folks were able to go along the way, but by the time we got there, 30 minutes to go, we were trying to the event of the week as opposed to really getting you to look hurry, get ourselves ready be a part of oh hey jonathan you're cutting out there bud was he dropping out for you yeah. guys too yeah he was yeah. dropping out oh okay, no I really it was just me 
Yeah, yeah. we got like the the key words from almost we, we got everything the you said, it. though. So that yeah. was cool. Yeah, you you were, <laughs> you were rushed, and so you didn't get to enjoy much of anything of you know looking around at all the actual attractions. Yeah, really, we didn't we didn't really get to experience foam. Yeah. Or you all yeah. did. By the time got there, really was. Everyone's packing up uh, stages. We were trying to get ourselves. That was so uh, funny. It's like, oh, they're with us. Like, uh, yeah, they're with Detroit Dart Talk. Come on, come on. Come go, on, go, man. go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh. Like, all right, stand here and look like you belong here. Another thing about FoamCon that we forgot to mention is I won the Foam Blast competition. That's right, you did. Yeah. So, so you guys have all seen the videos of Captain Xavier and Out of Darts and... Uh, I think that was pretty much it. Like lighting up these targets with their proton packs. I thought uh, somebody else did. Brett, Brett did one with a Maverick. Well, they didn't, they didn't follow the rules, right? Yeah. So, so well, if you followed the rules, count. you were supposed... To, if you hit a target, uh, you're like you got points, and then each time you hit it... It's, it's, uh, what's the term I'm looking for? After that. It increases, multiplies, yeah, right? it multiplies each time you hit it by an integer. And um, so for that, I they're just like so there were three different size targets. I'm just like so if I just keep hitting the smallest one over and over, I'll get the best points, right? And they're just like, well, yeah. <laughs> and I'm just like, okay, then I'll just do that. And I did that, and I won. I, I used the Foxfire yeah, for that. One of the interesting things was that um, I, I never it wasn't like written up anywhere, but to to qualify for the actual competition, you had two 18 round magazines that they provided, right? They, they told you that. They didn't tell me that. Oh. He, right, he told, so it wasn't like everywhere. So you had to use two 18-round magazines, and you had 40 seconds, right? So something like that. There was a line on a line on the ground, 40 seconds, and two 18-round magazines. Yeah, so they told me that I got two 18s, but they didn't tell me it was a competition. I didn't realize that there was a prize for getting the. I just wanted to. Mag I didn't dump either. My I didn't realize that either until yeah. Michelle was talking to me after. Yeah, I just wanted to mag dump my yeah. FDL and see how fast I could dump it into their. Yeah, their game. I mean, I I got like four talons out of it and two twenty twos. Yeah, I don't even use twenty twos. I just wanted some. Yeah, and you gave me. Yeah, most of the time. yeah, and I gave you. I, I gave you three of the thank you. Did not win. Brett was using a Maverick, and half the shots didn't even register. So, yeah. oh well. Um, all right. <laughs> favorite. Yeah, go ahead. Favorite thing you got at FoamCon? Eric, oh. go. Oh man, I really like my foam blast hat. Yeah. Um, Big fan of the foam blast hat. Second favorite, like runner-up, was the uh, the solid metal uh, battery door uh, from Containment Crew with the End War logo and custom like uh, blued coloration on it. Very, very pretty. Nice, Tom. Uh, so I'm gonna give the foam blast hat an honorable mention because I wore that for missions four and five, even though it was only on my belt. <laughs> uh, favorite thing was the clowny sword, though. Like, that's so yeah, cool. Yeah, that sword is pretty Yeah, that, is, pretty that sword epic. is really cool. That sword, I, it's going up here eventually yeah. somewhere. you got to figure out where, yeah, though. Yeah, there is somebody on Instagram that's cursing you right now because they were hoping to buy it if it didn't go in foam. Card. Really? Yeah. Who? Uh, somebody commented on Clowney's Instagram post. Really? I'll have to, I have to see that. It's just like, my guy, you snooze, you lose. He, yeah. I actually go up to him. And I'm, no, I, I don't think he's actually cursing yeah. you. I'm just, before FoamCon yeah. happened, he was like, man, if that doesn't sell, I'll buy it. Well, like, I go up to Clowney, and I'm just like, how much are you selling them for? He's just like, I wanted 50, but I'll do 40. And I'm just like, I'm I'm not even, like, trying to heckle you. You you literally just heckled yourself. Not but, heckled, haggled. Heckled. Both. <laughs> both. <laughs> it's like, dude, I'll, I'll pay nice. you 40 bucks for the sword. So I did. <laughs> And it was so I would have bought something else if I had known it was for sale. Um, What's that? uh, I didn't realize that. Well, I also didn't have the idea at the time. So 
he doesn't know it yet because I haven't I haven't talked to him yet about it. But um, I, I was talk, chatting with Mr. Nathan and having a grand old conversation and um, oh, admiring his pieces and things. I didn't know any of it was for sale, um, but some of his in pro in progress integrations were for sale, and there was one in particular that caught my eye. Um, I probably would have bought it from him if I had known it was for sale, but I did not know it was for sale. So, oh well. Oh, Mr. Um, Nathan. But yeah. If you're listening to this, how much how much would it be for a Rev Reaper integration? No, Eric. I'm asking him first. He doesn't know. I haven't asked him for an integration Eric. yet, but I want to see how to Eric. get on his Eric. list. Eric, have you watched his N War recap yet? Yes, I did. He didn't know my name. He that was forgot hilarious. your name. He, he remembered. He, did. he remembered. He me. did know my name. He, he, he said no. I, I messaged him. I messaged him afterwards, and after I watched it, and he was felt very bad. And I was did like, you don't even, need to feel bad. Did he even bring or me up? Maybe I haven't I responded didn't yet. Watch it yet. So he pulls. I think this is one of those things where I wrote a response in my mind, but then didn't actually like type it. Dude, that's a big move. But so, yeah. <laughs> so Tom, he uh, he's showing off all the stuff he got at Enwar. Yeah. The first thing he pulls out is our signed shirt, and Hell he starts yeah. listing everybody off. He lists. He says my name. I wasn't even on the episode with yeah. him. And then he can't remember Eric's name. It was, it was awesome. Ugh. Now I think that I think because you forgot your name, he owes you an integration. That's how it works, right? Yeah. <laughs> Hashtag free stuff. Hashtag free stuff. I actually didn't get like any free stuff, and I'm kind of okay with that. Mm, you got free face paint <laughs> or body paint. Yeah, I'm supposed to be getting you got free clownies stuff. Fin- you got clownies fingers on your chest. Peep Instagram if you want to see me shirtless, covered in paint. <laughs> 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 anyway, so FoamCon happened. FoamCon Tom, was nice. tell us about your FoamCon. Well, uh, I was I was sick, so I was kind of burnt out towards the end, but it was fun. I wish I'd gotten more time to walk around. I wish I'd... I kind of didn't want to be there as long as I was, to be completely honest. I was burnt out. I'm just not a huge like, convention person. I wish person. we could have closed up shop for like two hours in the middle of the day and just been guests and seen everybody else. I'm just not a huge convention person. So yeah, I, well, I was there. I enjoyed my time there. We'll, uh, we'll evaluate in a month or so and see if our listening count has gone up. And if it yeah. hasn't, I don't know that we'll do a booth next year. No. But uh, I, like, so on to... No, I haven't talked about my favorite yes, stuff. You, oh, yeah. You, I forgot we were what, doing what did I What did I say? No, you talked about your experience or not your favorite stuff. Yeah, yeah you really liked your End War vendor bandana. Tim, that you got. Tim, <laughs> Tim, what was your favorite stuff at End War? So... <laughs> Favorite thing, hands down, is that I got the End War Scudo wallet that Drac was selling. Um, I I had been thinking about getting a new wallet, anyways, and I didn't see that he had. Um, he apparently posted on Facebook at one point that he had gotten a batch of these made, but I never saw it before. So I walked over to his table to get my uh, Pro Foam Tour or Foam Pro Tour patch, and this was sitting there. I was like, Oh my god, I gotta have it! How durable are those? It's it's 440 grade. I mean, it's solid aluminum, yeah. right? So. Gonna yeah. yeet it across the studio. I'm yeet it into your face. Um, There's so a pickaxe over if there. If you haven't Fine. seen them, we'll post a picture of it on Instagram. Um, but they had orange for human and green for zombie, so you could get the human version or the zombie version. And green, green and black, or green and gray. Or, excuse me, orange and black, and or, or orange and gray is is my color scheme. So I got the orange, and it is it's epic. It it's just awesome. Hey, Jonathan, you there? everybody hey um i had a question for you uh so recently i realized that a number of my friends didn't know what the word yeet means um do you know what yeet means do you know what to yeet is i see he's trying to talk i put him to sleep with my uh i can hear you oh we can't hear him yeah weird that's that's odd 
Is he talking on your end? I can hear you just fine. Tom, did you mute him? No, I didn't mute him. Because he's been talking. Tom, can you not hear either of us? No, I can hear you, Eric. Unfortunately. Yeah, yeet. Yeet. You got me. Yeet. Um... That's, We're not using it right, though. But yeah, all, Jonathan, like you don't no, need to explain. Like, it. you don't need to define heat. I'm just curious if you know what it is. Well, we need to figure out what's going on because the audience can't hear what he's saying. That's this is interesting because we can hear you, Eric, but we can't hear him. Oh man, I can hear Jonathan just great. Like I, I heard his whole story right there. That's what we're. I see. At. I see that he's talking. The entire point is the audience can't hear. Oh, that's stupid. Yeah. I don't, Audience, get on our level. I don't know what the issue is. Because he's not, like, he's not met, he's not muted or deafened or anything. Yeah, I don't understand that either. That's Jonathan, odd. keep talking for a minute. Yeah. If you wouldn't mind. We're going to do some uh, quick, quick, uh, user stuff. I'm going to eat a cucumber. You need to, you're the one that needs to do this, Tom. L- it's literally not on my end. I haven't clicked anything the entire hey, episode. Hey, Jonathan, why don't you just like uh, bail out of Discord and come back in, and we'll we'll see you back in here in a minute, okay? Okay, yeah, like, he confirmed that. Yeah, I haven't, so, I haven't touched anything. By the way, oh, man, it sounds like we're in the, the future with those sounds. Like, who's excited for Cyberpunk? Is anybody excited for Cyberpunk 2077? I, I don't know what that is. No one is. There we go. Hey. Now we can hear him. <laughs> oh, come on. You got to be excited. Cyberpunk 2077 is going to be like if you played video games anymore, that would be your that would be just like your jam. I play Minecraft. I, I bet. Yeah, I'm sure I I'll be like all Minecraft. over it. And as long as I don't blow up another motherboard over here. Oh, I don't even know how loud. you do that. Hey, did the fact so, that Minecraft turn anyways, make uh, anyone else feel old? No. Yeet. Yeet. Uh <laughs> Now about the HVZ. So, yeah. uh after after we did the whole Fomcom thing, um we wrapped up as fast as possible and like as vendors excuse me as vendors we were at a bit of a uh a disadvantage because we had to do this like speech not had to drac gave us a little speech afterwards and gave us a personal um uh what do you call it a personal briefing on how to play if you can call it that it was (laughs) it was you know basically like you guys all should be ambassadors of this sport don't be stupid I like that he Don't shoot 132 FPS, Tom. Okay, that that, that <laughs> kind of, so my my average was at 128. So my my average the entire for like the first few shots was at 128, and then I shot one that was like 136 or something, and so it brought the average up. Yeah, I'm just like they let an outlier determine the FPS, and it's just like okay, like not gonna argue with it, even though a lot of people told I mean, me you it just. Test, a lot of I people told me you should test again. I um, they're just like you can only test once, and I'm just like whatever. Because I had brought my backup strife, so I'm just like, whatever, like, this strife works, I'll use it. And it's, like, it's a strife, it works fine. It was actually the one I used last year at End War, so. Um, but yeah, that was just, that was mildly annoying. Yeah, if you had used your Foxfire for HPZ, it might have broken sooner. That's true. <laughs> no, so, so that broke because I was trying to take the stock off of it. And Oh, I, that's why I thought you hit that you no. hit a barrier. No, I thought you. Oh, pulled we'll talk about time. that later. No. Sorry, I'm getting ahead of myself. Yeah, that's that's for the Foam Pro Tour episode. Section. I'm getting ahead of myself. We haven't decided yet. I don't think we have it. Um. Anyway. Box fire. Box mission fire. one. What was mission one? Oh, that's the one where someone took our freaking box. Yeah. So. Oh, mission one was okay. So box. I just want to say this real quick. Preface this because there are people who were intimately involved in the whole process here. Yeah. Um. 
Yeah, uh, we had a we had a great time. I would say just quick review. I had a great time. Oh, I loved um, it. Like, oh, every, everyone knows uh, I had a great time. Yeah. Yeah. Jonathan, did you have how quick like five words? How was your time? Four words actually. Are you talking about? Are you talking about? Are you talking about foam con? Or are you no, talking about end, end, end war itself? Like not, end war That's like more than H- four words. What? Yeah, that is way more than four words. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah. No. Both both of us had an excellent time. Okay. Cool. So, for those of you who listen and are intimately involved with the process, please understand that we are not going to like sugarcoat this. Um, Mission one was a complete and utter unmitigated disaster. I had no idea um, what we were doing ever. Well, no. it was stupid. It was stupid, stupid, stupid. If you were in our group, now this is the beauty of HVZ and also the downfall of HVZ is that um, depending on what you, mission you choose can really determine the outcome of how the whole event plays out for you. We were in the group creativity, and creativity had a garbage, stupid, stupid mission. And it was ruined, and the mods had no idea what was going on, and were, like, telling us to do complete nonsense all right, garbage. Well, t- all right, to be um, fair, I don't know, I don't think the mission itself was garbage. It probably was decently planned. I think if the mission went as planned, it would have went fine. Because I, so, so, yeah. so here's the thing. They, there were three objectives we had to find. Four. And we had to find them in order. Oh, yeah, for each team there were three objectives. Yeah. yeah. Um. And instead of giving us the only the clue for the first objective, they gave us all three clues at once, and didn't tell us what order they needed to be in. So they, they didn't give us all three. We we, we found the we, we found then, two and three before we found one. Right. So we that's found true. the third clue, and they said, "Okay, that's the third clue, but you can't take it yet. You got to find the first clue first. So then we found the second clue. Oh, that's the second clue. You can't take that. You got to find the first one. So finally, we get to the area that the first clue is supposed to be in, and we spent what like a half hour no dude we spent like 45 minutes to an hour there scouring the small area it was closer to an hour it was a long time at least only only to find out at mission end that one of the other groups completed their objective super early and on the walk back to mission briefing room saw our objective didn't realize what it was picked it up and took it with them now so this is where i blame the failing on mission one the moderators that were leading our group didn't know where the objective was hidden, so they couldn't confirm that it had been taken. But even so, like, did you guys have fun mission one? Yeah, it was all right. I mean, I would say, yeah, for Shane and I, I mean, it was, it was nice in one way in that it was a soft intro. We had no idea what to expect, how the game would played how much running would be how much how, how we might devolve into smaller groups or remain in larger group we didn't really have a sense of what, the pace of the game and the format of the game so the fact that we had a soft entry was very so um however obviously tramping around at dusk in a wooded area that was rapidly filling mosquitoes was not the best first so personally, I really enjoyed Mission One, but also the way I play HVZ is I don't really care about the mission. I'm more there to you know, like prance around and have fun and you know, like do whatever I want. So like I yeah. I spent I spent my time just like following zombies and taking them out. Also, shout we out to shout out to those zombies that were following us Mission One. They were delightful. Yeah, they were pretty good. They were, they were very good. They were just really nice people. Like shout out to you guys. I don't didn't get any of your names, but shout out to you guys. 
humans. Yeah. Oh, humans. Dude, that. that oh, uh, and when like four zombies like made our whole group panic and get caught up on those stairs. How cool was, was that? That was funny. Oh, <laughs> yeah, that, was that, was, that was that was that was auxiliary making it an issue. Who uh, who was the yeah. zombie that was calling humans out? Was that Legolas? No, that wasn't Legolas. Okay. I don't remember what his name was, but he was a uh, he was a slender uh, black guy. You, you, oh, yeah, he yeah, was really yeah, cool. You're right. I, yeah, you're right. Yeah, and they made him a boomer for a later mission, and he was he well, like had an issue not running. You heard how that happened, right? Not a boomer, a tank. Yeah, I didn't hear how that happened. So, uh, the head moderator uh, Ray Devine was banded up as a human during I think it was mission two. No, no, no! You're thinking of somebody else. It was, I know what story you're about to tell. That was a different person. No, it was him. I know who that person because was. Because he, they gave him tank uh, privileges because he got. So, he, he realized that Ray was banded up as a human and stu- and tagged him when a bunch of other players had just run by, thinking, "Okay, it's it's the head moderator. He's just out moderating." He realized that Ray was banded. No, that up. was a different. That was a different guy. Um, yeah, that that was a different guy. Yeah. I, I, they made him a tank. I think he actually, someone asked me if he wanted to be, and he said yeah, and then he quickly realized that he didn't want to be a tank. Okay. Because he was a tank for mission three, maybe? Anyways, maybe but four? Mission, mission one. Mission one. Yeah. Uh, mission, it, there definitely were faults with it. Uh, the moderator, so everything we say is constructive criticism. We're just... Except for what I said at the beginning, that was just me being upset about how it yeah. went and we're, we're wandering trying, around and we, getting mosquito bitten. We, genuine, we genuinely zombies, all man, enjoyed I, I it. Was, we all enjoyed End of War. We're just griping at this point. Yeah. Um, I really enjoyed Mission One, but that's just because of my play style. I do think that there was a lot of communication issues. The fact that the moderators had no idea what it looked like, where it was, was a big issue. And the fact that they weren't willing to, because we went to the library first, they weren't willing to give us any information anything at all i, I yeah, think that, that i think that's an, they were being they were being intentionally vague which is fine but not when we're out there for an hour like that's that's just unnecessary but um overall mission one i thought i thought it was fine now mission, the important thing what i was i guess what i was getting at is that other people had a great time first mission there was um whoever played slytherin and, and the hufflepuffs yeah they got into a massive really interesting battle the slytherin showed up and they were like you mean, you mean basically Griffin? told this whole story that they were trying to get a dragon's egg or something i forget exactly but whatever it was the gryffindors had already come and like taken it and done the thing which was fairly ironic considering our situation um and they, bless, bless you michelle and tom says bless you she can't hear. Oh. She's playing Bastion right now in Mystery Heroes. Nerf Bastion. Yeah, she's not a Bastion player. She's just been playing Mystery Heroes. So, um, but yeah, so the brave the Slytherins like then put their they were troll squad, and their story directed them to put their gear down and like get a bunch of noodles which were like dropped out from the top of this like structure to them by mods, which sounds awesome. And then they had to go and hunt down bravery, and they slaughtered bravery. Which was Gryffindor. Uh, I don't. Yeah, Gryffindor, Bravery. They all had names. They all had like totally non-changing names. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, mission people enjoyed Mission One. I think we were the only ones that didn't. Our squad. And that was. That was due to miscommunication, Pretty honestly. Much. Um, Mission Two. Well, Mission One also partially is because we have experienced yeah. some amazing agency yeah. and and traditionally, Mission One 
at Endwar has always been my favorite. You know, Mission 1 in 2017 for me was uh, in the alleyways back behind um, the shops there where Drac died. Um, so you can see, if you go to TK1138's channel, you can see the footage from that. And that was an epic Mission 1. Mission 1 last year was when we were with Drill Princess. Yep, and that was awesome. That is, I think, my favorite mission I have ever participated in. Um, so this mission lacked story for us. It, it probably I, had story for the other people. It, honestly, the entire event lacked story. I eventually we'll, we'll I got to a point it, where I just said, "Fuck the story and have we, fun." It, it lacked story. It lacked structure. Um, it just it, it it probably was great for like Jonathan and Shana, like they were saying, because it was a soft intro. There wasn't a whole lot that they really needed to worry about paying attention to. You just kind of walk out, shoot at some zombies, and stay alive. <laughs> Uh, but for some more veteran players that were looking for more substance, more content, it was a little light and I'm not going to finish. Uh, <laughs> it, <Yeah. laughs> it, 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 it was shallow. It, it was a shallow mission. But if, if you're looking at the entire event without taking the story into account, it was it was a fine end one. Yeah, it, it was fine. Yeah. Now, mission two, was, I don't have much input on mission two because I was not feeling well, so I sat that one out. Mission, um, mission two, I I got more. turned on mission two. It so sounded I fun. Sh- I should remember it. We had to carry glowing boxes that had potions supplies in them. They were like potion yeah. supply boxes or something. There were there were the the Tupperware bins were the cauldrons, and there was a potion ingredient and a glow stick inside each of the cauldrons. So we had to go out on a campus and find. I think there were twelve that were hidden. Yeah, and I, I and mean, she was fine. Like, we got eleven of them. Yeah. So once we found the cauldron on campus, you had to have four hands on it and carry it back at a walk and you couldn't whoever had their hands on the cauldron could not defend themselves so you had to find two people to carry the cauldron then you had to send a squad back to escort them to protect them Um, or four people individually with one hand on the box now this is where something that that, uh that i coordinated with tk really came into play is we had the same radio frequencies that tk so southeast nerf club nap town um I think there were a few others uh, on the channel, but we were all able to communicate. So, like, um, Spectre N7 was back by the mission briefing room, and he was keeping updates as to how many cauldrons were had been checked in and, and what was going on, and we were able to, to communicate across campus because of those radios, and that was, that was clutch. That really uh, helped us get as far as we did. We didn't quite get that last one, but... Uh, that, that was it. Let me get my last oh. complaint in related to this, if you don't mind. Oh, I, I just have a complaint too. about one thing. Yeah. The the one the last complaint I have because it did have a very good time is that in general the event was missing a lot of the substance that we have come to expect. Yeah. A lot of the. I agree. A lot of the side side things to do the the intro yeah. you know the, there was, no, it was missing a lot of the substance behind it. I. But one of the things that really added to this was the radio communication the radio communication added back in all this like side story and sort of hearing bits and clips of what's going on in other parts of the campus that should be advertised because that was just a fantastic thing to listen into and add into the whole story of the event yeah so i i I think you really hit on it there so this was very shallow in storyline and immersion like you you have gotten the past several years in athens because a we have been really spoiled the the last two end wars because 
the Ohio HVZ crew, especially the guys and gals from Youngstown, uh, are some of the best HVZ um, uh, moderators, moderators, and 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 game directors I have ever encountered. Um, and not, not to take anything away from the club at GSU, but I we're, we are spoiled because we're used to such top-notch, top-caliber HVZ stories and missions. Um, so it almost became a vanilla HVZ because we weren't as immersed in the story that they had developed. But what that led to was mm-hmm. more interaction, more camaraderie, more um, developing um, teamwork among the players you know we, we were focusing on that because we weren't as immersed so i, I so do- coming in as an outsider uh for shane and i's perspective we we don't have prior uh, but i would say that mission that sort of it, it is related at that level i'm not sure what you had before in the way of side mission side but from our perspective Mission one was a little tough for reasons we've said. Mission two, when we had twelve different targets to go after and we could break off into small, this was our first really exciting mission, um, and actually was one of my favorites. I think overall, largely because it accomplished two things: it was a night mission, out, um, and secondarily, it did provide room for us to break up into smaller groups. I, I'm sorry. Now, Jonathan. maybe in your private. Sorry. What what was the first thing that it accomplished for you? You broke up for a second. Sure. It was it was a nightmare, which turned out to be really fun. Um, I didn't realize we would like those so much, but in the end, the night missions were our two favorite. I, I know that was part of that. That, that was a fact. Uh, the sort of fall of darkness, which gave even smaller zombies a greater chance. You, um, and I think would make it more fun. But more importantly, for that that second mission, the format of the 12 separate targets and you also had to work together because of sort of transporting the cargo meant that by default we as a group had to divide bunker instead of falling into the very central of three people slowly about and now maybe in your prior years the missions some sort of side stories or side elements that also accomplished this sort of aside from I'm not sure. Um, but I would say that even while this may have lacked a certain level of story that here, the format of the mission, the structure, did allow us to have some of that, um, particularly in. Yeah. So yeah, the missions where you could run by yourself, like that's a, a lot of personal preference there. Some people don't like that, but man, those were fun. They're so, so fun to go off in little groups like that and just, you know, actually get to be a part of the, the story and make something happen, great. I, I do have two, two other comments to make, and these actually aren't about the HVC itself. It's about players. Uh, so we were talking about how great the radios were, but during, uh, during Final Stand, I actually had everyone in the group I was with turn the radios off because there were people in our club, SDNC, who became zombies and were using radios to figure out where other humans were. You know who you are. I called you out about this on the radios. That's, that is... Poor sportsmanship in at its finest, right there. Wait, they did? Was yeah. that last year or this? No, year? it was this year. It I was didn't this year. Hear about that? Oh, it was someone in our club. Yeah. I no, know. I I'll, thought I was the only zombie. No, I, it, during final stand. 
Oh, okay. But so we're not talking about no, me. No, this that's just poor sportsmanship. Like, that no, you you like you, you you're a fine zombie. Um and during mission two there were there was one human squad that was uh coming in and out of the briefing room to use it as a safe zone. Guys, that's Am I allowed to use I already used my one. Can I use another one? No. That's that's fricked. Mm-hmm. I'm, like quite honestly, that's just that's once again poor sportsmanship. Like the zombies are having fun too. But that's like that's it. Um Mission three. What was mission three? Was I, did I have a sh- oh, oh, that was, that was no, the, no, no, no. Mission two. Mission two, mission night two? mission. It ended up finishing up just fine, yeah. right? Everything went great. Yeah. And yeah. I think we had a lot of fun. I got turned. I do want to tell my turn story real quick. Yeah. Um, and this is, this is again, I was loaded up. Like, I was doing the f- serious thing. I had, like, mag, FDL, had my radio. I looked like a, like a, t- you know that. You looked like a what? And you broke up. I looked like a tasty target. Oh, you were an operator. Snack. Ooh, that was that peaked had, real good right there. I had all I had all the gear on the tryhard. Yeah, and you, you, uh, you and I both went tryhard. I always do. And it was it was a lot of fun. And I got um, I was going with um, well I was going with TK and Michelle and maybe a couple other people. And then I got cut off. Um, when they went up a set of stairs, I got cut off because a boomer was coming in, and the boomer was way too close to set off when I realized it. And then he got someone else, and I felt really bad. I was like, if I had set him off, I don't know if it would have made a difference, but it ended up. But I couldn't go the way that the people went because the boomer was like right behind them. And uh, yeah, I started. I just fought it out right there, and I didn't last very long. Um, I got tagged, and I took it, and I was a little bit disappointed. But at the same time, I was like, hey, good tag. That's how it goes. Um, yeah. That was really good because then I put my gear down and I went out and as the humans had to hold the end of that mission, I had, I was just having a lot of fun in the bushes. Um, I was like being spooky in the bushes and making noises and stuff. And you see these the humans kept shooting at me and it was like getting in the branches and the bushes and there were other zombies there too. And I waited for the perfect moment. Oh, it's so good. Um, I remember, so I, I waited for the perfect moment and I charged out of the bushes as soon as I saw people shoot at someone and turn. And enough people turned that I was able to clear the entire gap and put my hand on someone as I got shot. It hey. was awesome. I remember it more so because it was so dark. I remember feeling of like the sound of darts like whooshing through the bushes and bouncing off of twigs. And then the intense like the intense run as hard as I could towards this mass of people. Darts and things whizzing past me as I ran through that all missed me until I touched, put my hand on this guy's arm or whatever it was, and three darts like hitting me like within like a split second of me touching the guy. It was just such a fantastic feeling to to make nice. that tag. Um, and guys from our group, Brett and Devin, uh, were like right there, so they got to see the whole thing go down. Awesome. Cool. Um, something else that happened in Mission Two that I want I want Jonathan to talk about, Connor. Who ran a lightning bow oh, all yeah. weekend? That was mission two. Mad lad. Yeah, yeah he, he, ran a mission, he ran a lightning bow every mission. So Connor ran. No, I thought I thought that, that wait, the story you're about to. Have. No, that was mission three. Was it? No, because it was at night, wasn't it? Which which one? The one where we saved Jonathan? Yeah, that's mission. That's mission three. I thought it was we're, mission we're three going up that pathway where there are bushes on either side. I thought it was no, it's because I was there. All right. Um, just, tell, just, just tell a story. Definitely just tell a story. All right. So no. Right. So day day mission. I think it was. I don't know it's, which it's mission three. One of the day mission. It had to it be was three, mission three. Okay. Rainbow. I was still fully dressed. Yeah. So Connor. Connor's been there for the weekend. I, I don't think we've described his getup. 
but he was sort of like a little Rambo running around. He had his I don't <laughs> what's the name Rambo. of that bow? Yeah, the, the <laughs> lightning bow. Mega lightning bow. Lightning bow. Yeah, he had a lightning bow and I think like not even that many darts on him. I think he had like 10 darts. So, he had, like, he had an a oversized pocket power. of darts. <laughs> so, yeah. all right. He had this huge so sack hold, hold, to hold like four darts. Hold, hold on. Time, out, for, time out for a second. Connor <laughs> oh didn't bring gosh. any ammo with him. The ammo that he had <laughs> was we found a 10 pack at Walmart on Thursday afternoon and then Eric was able to scrounge up and a little I, bit before he headed out. So he had like I brought 30, him like 20 darts yeah he had like total. 30 darts total for the entire weekend sorry <laughs> but it's connor so he loved it yeah but yeah so he had this bow he's been running around with like rambo basically i think i mean his idea was he would rely on just running faster than either the zombies because you know he's fit or you know because he's not laden down with all this gear running faster than all the other people around yeah. tagged <laughs> you don't have to be the fastest just faster than <laughs> yeah. the slowest See, I, I think you guys are giving yeah, me too much right? credit. I think that I, was his, that was his maneuver. Yeah. I don't think Connor um, had a by plan. mission three. We were we were walking through sort of a heavily pretty pretty heavy bushes area, both sides, small. Path. Generally thought we'd cleared out some zombies. We were also in this mission for some contacts. Um, I know I and Shane and a couple others were feeling a little anxious about getting out and moving forward because this was a mission where there's a particularly high level of like large squatting around and not getting a lot done. So we were kind of anxious to keep moving. At one point, this led to me moving ahead into some bushes that probably should have been cleared with a group dead. Um, one zombie leaps out of a bush from the right, and I and a few other people um, shoot this zombie down. We thought it was close, but and that was it. But as that zombie leaps out, another zombie behind me in a different bush jumps out of the bush, dives towards me, and I say, and he touched me, and I say, oh, tagged, that's it. Um, must have missed. But that's not what happened. What actually happened was Connor dives, I can see it almost in slow motion, uh, dives across with his lightning bow, pulls back, launches one bow from the air directly into the face of this zombie, and manages to knock this zombie out like a fraction of a second before this zombie tagged. It was amazing. Lightning bow save. That's such a good story. <laughs> I, I like how I know that you, you, like he, when you say knocked him out, he just was tagged. But I like to imagine that Connor <laughs> shot him in the face, and the guy just like got knocked out, like oh, like fell over. KO'd. <laughs> yeah, uh, it was great, and I I swear it was in that night, but I, I'm sure you guys are right. No, it was, so it was during the day. I, I apologize for yeah. jumping the gun on that story. But mission three was it was a pretty stereotypical mission three. Yeah, mission three. We were. It had cool. It had the most story too. Yeah, it had the most story, but it was now mission three was where we were hunting for the four house mascots, right? Was that with mission? I don't. I don't know. Well, yeah. But you had to find Hagrid's magical creatures or something. I literally stuck around for like two mission briefings and then just kind of did my own thing. I mean, for for mission, that's kind of what I do. Yeah, it was, but it's still. I don't know. No, like mission. It was fun. It was. Like it's like any no, no, it's like any mission. I'm not three. complaining. I'm done, I'm done complaining. I got my out. Um, but it was kind of fun because they actually like the spider had like um, that was Vlad. Uh, Vlad was playing the spider. He had like little like spider leg looking things made out of pool noodles. You know, a little little bit of yeah. detail there and some cones. Yeah, so around yeah, those were supposed like that, to be so. the the house mascots. Whose mascot is a spider? Well, who's, yeah, that was supposed to be mascot? Ravenclaw or the or creative because it was the creative spider. Is, is Ravenclaw's mascot not a raven? Uh, 
I thought it was supposed to be Aragog. Um, no, it, I mean, they, oh, yeah, I they, guess. they did say in the briefing that really, it was supposed to Because remember later on, Ray was talking about um, M. Alice corrupting the house mascots? He was talking about something, it from something this about that. So the, the Ambition, which is Slytherin, their house mascot was the dragon. Uh, creative was the spider. Oh. Um, oh, okay. Brave was the... Unicorn? Gr- griffin. There's a unicorn, right? No, Brave was the griffin. And uh, Huff, er, Empathy, which is Pufflepuff, was the unicorn. Shout out to the real unicorn, though. Yeah. Our boy Ray. <laughs> Have fun in Germany. Uh, is that where he is now? Oh, yeah, he's in Germany playing Pokemon Go. Oh, that's right. It's like, dude, okay. Weird flex. Um, but, man, like, Mission 3 is probably, like, where I got to use my loadout because my loadout is really like support based because you know, like i have too much ammo um so i got to be a support role during that mission so i was fine with I, that i need to stick closer to you and hvz so i can take advantage of your support i just need to start laying down more you fire. need to take you need to stick close to me because i always like last till the very end i lasted to final stand i was the third human left yeah i went out on my own terms oh we'll, yeah you we'll did get there yeah we'll get there um so mission yeah mission three is fine mission four Got rained out. Uh, so the beginning of mission four, we need to talk about what I did. <laughs> okay. Go so ahead. I got you. Know, I got to be a support at mission three, and I'm just like, wow, that was, you know, that was fine. But I, you know, like I was never really like scared of being turned. And for those that don't know, the heat index for Saturday had been 105 degrees, yep. so it was hot, hot and humid. So I'm just like, it I really don't. Warm. It's getting yeah. hot. I'm just like, I really don't want to wear my gear anymore. So I stripped down to just uh, jean shorts that we rolled up very high. Um, and so Archer was doing face paint. So we wrote, eat me on my face. And then it's like, you know, what, let's go another step forward. We had a uh, shout out to Wormy who wrote uh, hashtag free stuff on my chest. And then Clowney's just like jokingly, he's just like, oh, if you let me you know, like paint my logo on your back, I'll give you, I'll give you a commissioned blaster. And I'm just like, uh, okay. And he's just like, wait, really? I'm just like, yeah. No, literally, let's paint your logo on my back. So once again, it's on Instagram. Me all painted up. Um, all right, now there was there was a hidden agenda here. He was severely hoping. Oh yeah, yeah. The, that the you goal, would get sunburned. The goal was I would get sunburned and have his logo on my back, so I didn't have sunscreen on my back. Um. So that, but he there was no stipulation if it rained, so it rained out. But I still I still completed the deal. Um. But I I, I just. Indeed. I really just wanted to run as light as humanly possible. So I, I had a hammer shot on me and I had a dump pouch with darts. That's really all I had on me. But That's so funny. I didn't know about the sunburn. Oh, That's yeah. Hilarious. Yeah. It was something stupid like that. But the, the overall goal for mission three was to find the professors, right? I think mm, so. No, that was mission. F- well, yeah, mission four we were supposed to. Oh, yeah. I'm getting my numbers mixed up. I'm good at math, guys, I swear. Yeah. I swear I work with money all day. Um, mission four was to hey find guys, these I'll professors. Hey, guys, I'll be back in just a sec. Okay. Keep going without me. Yeah. Uh, I was to find these professors. Uh, were, you guys were in my group, right? Uh, Probably. I think so. You guys were going after yeah. the sports dude, right? Yeah, I don't know. Who knows? Anyway, so um, the... So it started raining, so we had to call it for 15 minutes. And so during that time, we you know, devised a plan. Um, and Dark Dragon starts yelling. Um, he's just like, speed squad. We need people for speed squad. And me and Ray looked at each other, and we're both just like, we literally only have pistols. We're pretty much as light as you can be at an HVZ. So we go over, and uh, they're just like, who wants to lead the squad? I raise my hand. So I was the leader of speed squad. 
for some reason. And they're just like, uh, no, they were just like, who knows campus? And I, for some reason, raised my hand. <laughs> they're just like, oh, yeah, this guy goes to GSU. I'm just like, I'm from, I'm from Michigan. I don't know where anything is. But I know how to read a map. Like, apparently that's a skill not a lot of people have of looking at a map and being just like, oh, we go straight and then turn left. Um, so they had me leading speed squad. So the second... The blind leading the blind. Yeah. No, I, I knew where I was going. So the second, like, the second we got to go ahead, you know, like me and the guys, the few guys on speed squad, we start, like, not, we, didn't, we don't even start sprinting. We start, like, jogging. Was and, Jonathan on speed squad or were you on a different speed squad? Uh, Jonathan, were you on speed squad? Well, I mean, you're kind of getting there, but yeah, I mean, Shana and I definitely raised our hand. We yeah, you, you guys, you guys were towards the front with me, though. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah, yeah. We were on like the legit speed squad that yeah. actually kept running instead of the sort of half speed squad that was like, wait, slow down. Yeah, we have to walk. You're just like, you guys like, are going oh, too wait, fast. Wait, wait, wait. Which which mission are we on? I'm sorry, mission I four. stepped away. From Run mission four. They're just like, oh, the one that got rained out. Yeah, they're just like, oh, speed squad, you're going too fast. I'm just like, we're literally jogging. They're just like, you need to slow down. I'm yeah. just like, okay, we like start power walking. They're just like, you're still going too fast. I'm just like, so you want me to walk? You want speed I mean, squad to be fair, to there was there, there was an extent of like, there was a difference between fast jogging and slow jogging. Well, We were fast jogging. They were trying to slow jog it so that when they got to the other side of campus, they weren't wind. I, I, would, like to point, I would like to point out that wasn't even other side of campus. It was maybe a quarter of a mile. Yeah, it was not that. It looked a lot further <laughs> on the map, but it was not. <laughs> <laughs> but um, so we we got the professor. We got him to the, uh, what they call it, rotunda or something. Yeah, the right. Yeah, there was like a circle. So we got him to the circle, and apparently we were the only ones that managed to get their professor to that circle, which um I'd been talking to him not after, and they're just like, oh yeah, the like sports professor died, and I'm just like, no, we literally I like I saw him get dropped off. If he died, he left on his own terms and died on his own terms. Um, but anyway, then it got rained out, so we, we were the only ones that completed Mission 4, essentially. Yeah. And during that time, all of Auxiliary got wiped out by boomers, which or tanks. tanks. Yeah, I still don't know how that happened. No, I, I, kind of I give the moderators... I mean, okay. I give the moderators a lot of... I give the zombie moderator, our boy Buff Daddy, a lot of props for this, because I feel like this was well-planned. The Auxiliary got cornered, and since tanks are only at, like, a three-second timer, like, eventually, they just got closed in on and wiped out. So that was, that was very well thought out by the zombies. So our boy Buff Daddy led that charge. Then I I don't I don't know if he okay. did I don't know if he intended that to happen, but that you know, like that just blew me away that the zombies were that coordinated. Um, but auxiliary got wiped out that mission, and then uh then on to mission five into final stand. I I was still very naked. You weren't naked. I was I had clothes just... on. I was I was wore less. No, Jonathan, were you were you on my were you with my group? I know I know Shayna and Juan were, but I don't remember if you were yep. with us. You were? Yeah, we were there. I figured we were, we were I figured you were professor off, yeah. No, I'm for mission 5. The final stand. The final stand Which, mission. Was this the part where I chased where I chased you guys? Uh, I don't know. So I don't I never allowed myself mission, to get no, chased. No, it was not that part. Mission no, 5, I feel they really brought it in hot and heavy. Yeah, the zombie too quick. Yeah. The humans got wiped out like that. Yeah, they didn't even give the humans a chance to get out of the briefing room. We were pinned in I liked the that. I really liked that. Uh, okay, g- give a couple. Give Let, a what? Give a couple zombies to kind of do that. But, I mean... No, like, I, I liked that part. It was a meat grinder for the entire human oh, forces I loved that. going out. I loved that. Because, you want to know why? Because I made sure I wasn't with the rest of the humans. Because I knew that would happen. Yeah. So it was me, Juan, Shayna, Jonathan. I don't remember if you were with us at that point. Yeah, he was. I'm With that... Jonathan, were you with our small group? 
Yep, we ran okay. around the back of the yeah. building. Like, I, I remember Shane and Juan. I'm just like, you know, Jonathan was probably there too. But it was just, it was just a yeah, rush. Yeah, we started to get... I know so, it was me and Ray. I, I don't even remember what we were supposed to be doing during Final Stand. So you were supposed to find four, without a better term, holocruxes. Or holocrux. I don't know. Hor- Horcrux. I don't know. I don't really do Harry Potter. Horcrux. Um, but so we, we went after the creativity one, which was back where we actually know we were supposed to be. Um, so we got that. Me me and Ray walked it over, uh, put it in the circle. So that was that was all secured. Um, and then... We bro- this is this is where I know Jonathan, Juan, and Shayna separated from the rest of us because there was a group that wanted to go after the one that Bravery went after, and I'm just like that sounds really dumb. That sounds like a meat grinder. And then there was a group of us that wanted to go after I think Empathies. I don't know where any of them were, so I was just going off what other people said. So we split off into two different groups. The one going after Bravery significantly bigger, and I'm assuming they got wiped out because they were going after one of the very zombie targets and um so ultimately my strategy when playing in hvc is to survive i like i i don't really care about the missions i'm just there to i mean i'm there to have as much fun as i can and for me that is surviving as long as i can so we met up with another group full of like these little kids who were just yelling all the time and it's like well you guys are just asking for zombies um but so we we ended up hunkering down we were sneaking around campus, like trying to avoid. We were going after, I think, yeah, we we're going after empathies. So we were going around campus, um, and I'm just like, guys, you guys are walking right towards a horde of zombies. And they're just like, no, we'll be fine. And then they like turn a corner, and we hear humans. It's just like, wow, you guys are actually dumb. So I'm you know, like, I'm just like guiding everyone back towards like a dark alley where we can just hunker down and decide what to do. Um, and so the majority of people decide to go with the main group and i believe it was me michelle devin we haven't talked about devin devin was an mvp um yeah nate and sam we we all stayed back because we're just like we're just gonna hunker down we we're gonna we were trying to go back around to final stand um but as that as that was happening Connie just called you. yeah i saw that oh awesome so Connie actually just reached out to us about building me that blaster and i actually have no idea what i want built so that's gonna be fun to figure out um anyway we we were going back around Zombie saw us. Uh, rev rifle. Yeah. No, rev rifle. Rev rifle is something that I want to make. Okay. But I'll figure that out. Um. So we we go back around. And we literally are hiding in these shadows, and we see Connor, Brett, um, who else was there, and some people whose names I actually didn't get. So sorry, guys. I if I don't know your name, I just never got it, or I was busy trying not to die to remember. But anyway, I'm sorry. Um, we joined up with them. So our ending squad was maybe eleven people. And so we spent the remainder of mission five creeping around, trying to make it, you know, like trying to make it to the final stand. There, there's some good footage of you guys strategizing in Connor's video. Oh yeah. Yeah, there really is. And, uh, like that, that I feel like I'm going to sound like a, uh, egotistic, but like, I, I feel like I did a pretty good job there. Mm-hmm. If I'm tooting my own horn. I feel like I did a pretty good job keeping us alive. Yeah. For most of an HVZ event like that, you can play it pretty safe, yeah. stay to the middle of the crowd, and probably make it to the end. But once the herd starts thinning, then then it really shows who yes who the true like who the survivors are. And no, like I don't even stick to the middle of the hor- like herd during. That's true. You HVC. were always I, on the front. I always try to get tagged. Like I'm t- I'm trying to have fun, and so like we made it to final stand. Final stand was they really they really should have. 
I, I don't even know like how they could have done it better. The lack of light was a huge issue. Because remember, like every five seconds you'd hear, hold, because someone tripped. And they need to make sure they're not like hurt. Hey, before we get there, can we yeah. tell my favorite story? I think we need What's to, your favorite story? I think they we, needed we, to have like different objectives. They needed to have light. Because they had like the lights around the area, but it didn't give any light. Yeah, what were you saying, Eric? Um, I, I, I don't. I, I kind of. There was a little bit of cutting in and out there. Fine, um, because it's good now. But uh, did, Jonathan wasn't with you, and Shayna wasn't with you, and Juan wasn't with no, you. No, they died. You guys were hiding in the bushes. Um, no, I'm they were on. They, they were much. on final mission speed squad or something, whatever you want to call it, right? Uh, I don't know. They they broke off at one point because right. they wanted to so go after ambition. They broke off at one point, and did, did I just like I was zombieing, and I was kind of lost. Like I didn't know what it was. Met this random kid. Um, I don't remember your name. If you listen, apology. Uh, he's from the S E N C. Um, so I don't know. I have to meet him at some point. But uh, he, we were just like walking around looking for humans, and then we see them humans over in the distance like let's go get them and it turned out to be jonathan Shayna, and juan oh no um amongst a couple other people oh no guys and so huh oh no yeah i'm gonna tell this story yeah <laughs> um jonathan do you remember this at all yeah definitely you want to tell the story from your perspective so we see you when you're running into this like big grassy sloped area what had you been doing oh, before that? Before with that, we'd well, we'd. Uh, this is my badge, pissing me for this. But after accomplishing one of the objectives, we we're really sort of like set on getting another one done instead of rejoining the group, or at least in my head, I was. So we broke off from what we thought would be the final location. Shayna wanted to go back towards that bravery um, area on the other side of, campus, but I just thought that was there was going to be nothing found over there. And a small group said that they knew where another objective was. I convinced <laughs> us to go that way. So we spent quite a while just sneaking around the edge of campus, finding, of course, jack shit, because these people had no idea what they were talking about. Um, and that, stumbling out across the lake, we crossed paths with you. Right, but hadn't you been running before then? <laughs> yeah, yeah. We had been, we'd been running for a while. Yeah. And I, I forget, because we talked about it at the time. They'd been running for a long time. And me and this other zombie, Zom and I, I zombie, we run, a, we find them and they are running into the area and they kind of slow down for a second. And so we start kind of, we start running at them, but then we split to the, we split their group. So we ran to the right, which was, I think, Jonathan and maybe a couple other people. And we chase them and kind of split their group down the center and we get tagged. Um, and we're walking along and they're, they're going around, they're hustling. And we start hustling behind them. And our uh, respawn timer comes back up pretty quickly, and they were crossing. Me and this other kid were crossing the bridge, and they're still hustling. But of course, we're hustling, you know, keeping a fair distance away. And <laughs> they cross the bridge, and I, I get, excuse me, I get shot. Put my hand up. The other kid goes and continues to push in, and he tags another younger, another younger guy who had fallen back from that group that was just running hard, and they've been running hard for a long time. And this kid doesn't say anything just sort of teeters in place doesn't even like change his posture and just projectile vomits just bow, straight ahead like looked like something out of the Bro, exorcist what? like he you didn't hear on. this no i didn't oh yeah this, this dude just this, like got violently this poor ill kid, 
like I've never seen this much vomit in my life because he was probably full of water and it was just this like brown brown water hose like you see in a movie. That tells me <laughs> there was something going on and he wasn't absorbing the water. Perhaps, but he just like watered out this like brown like fire hose out of his mouth. And he, the thing is he didn't like bend over. He was just standing straight up. Blah. Bam, like Blah. straight out of it. Blah. Blah. It was it was wild. It or, was literally like the guy turned into a zombie. Or maybe, <laughs> um, maybe he was oversaturated. Maybe he had drank too much. Yeah, more, I feel more like than that, his body. Could that might have been what it was. Or he could he be. He could be patient zero. A good time. He could be patient so, zero. So we were like, you we were like, all right, you, you need help, and he's just like, kind of shook his head, no, like, all right, let's leave him alone. The answer is yes. He of. needed help. That's <laughs> well, like, what are you gonna do? Like, oh, that was embarrassing. Let's hang around and. And you know, wallow in that moment. Yeah, medic. Yeah. So, we kind of wanted to give him his privacy. Yeah. <laughs> That's fair. So my final stand experience was something that would have been much more at home in a Jurassic Park themed event, because I very much felt like Alan Grant from the time that he. What? I'm assuming he's trying to do the Jurassic Park theme, but he's cutting out. I very much this felt... This is the sound of the bones crunching. Oh, jeez. I very much felt like Grant when he gets separated because of the T-Rex attacks. Um, in that meat grinder I was talking about, I got separated from everybody else in our group. <laughs> oh, no, Tim. And the group that I was with, it was just like the running of the bulls. It was, it was like that scene in Jurassic Park where you've got the... Uh, the what is it the gallimimuses yeah running through the field and then the t-rex comes crashing through they were just running us from one mm-hmm. end of campus to the other um with boomers and tanks and and noodlers and all sorts of crazy stuff um so i mean i i was probably being chased and, and running and and being herded for close to an hour and finally i i i had had enough my ankle was starting to hurt i was worried about Foam Pro Tour the next day, and I was like, "All right, <coughs> this is enough." Excuses, I'm, I, excuses. I, I was, I said, I was, I'm going to go out on my own terms. Uh, at this point, I was in that little field where the horseshoe circle and the fountain was over on the side of the briefing room, and I started walking back towards the briefing room, and I see TK coming around the corner with a couple other zombies, and I just, "All right, TK, come give me a hug." And I had my FDL in one hand, but my finger was clearly off the trigger, and I had a sock in the other hand, and, and he apparently thought it was some sort of trap. And I was being legitimate. I, I was I was surrendering to the horde. I was I was uh, just wanting a hug. I wanted to go out to TK because I wanted to go on my own terms, but he thought I was I was trying to uh, to trap him. Admiral Akbar. But he did finally hug me, and I joined the horde, and I set my gear down i think i went back out for a little bit to try and get some humans maybe oh i I did i went back to that circle Um, the sweetheart circle yeah this is fantastic because i hadn't heard this part of the story yeah yeah Yeah, i went back out to sweetheart circle um and i was oh i i failed to mention (coughs) when i was doing the running of the bulls i was with nerfers 101 for a while um so that was cool um i know that she was hanging out with connor and they were chatting a lot so oh yeah she's really nice yeah um yeah but super low-key like nice very much so but connor having that connection with her i at least knew somebody that i had gotten separated with so that was cool um 
but uh, yeah, so I went out on my own terms, made it to final stand. I was happy with that. I I decided to uh, to not push it so that my ankle wouldn't be too bad for the next day. And, so, uh, and then after that, it was the trophy ceremony, right? Yeah. How how was it? I literally wasn't there for any of it. Uh, it was okay. It was I mean, crowded. Yeah, yeah, it was crowded. Um, here is my biggest disappointment for this end war. We didn't do the zombie prayer. Oh yeah. Thought you were yeah, say- I was really disappointed in that. I was looking for the zombie prayer. That's always like the best ending. I was bummed that like I, didn't, I said I'm I didn't not even, complaining anymore. I apologize. I, I was bummed. That I didn't even know I was nominated for best human. Yeah, you were you were out of the room. I, for I was off being a good human. Oh, that's right, because you were. I was off. So at the end, of the, they they called medic, and um, so like I I wasn't a medic for end war for some reason. They turned me down. And then you ended up being uh, so, using your medic skills uh, twice. Yeah, right? backstory, backstory. I have legitimate EMT training. I'm a I'm a certified EMT without a better term. There's like different levels, but I'm certified. Um, so they called a medic at the end and I'm just like, yeah, I'll, like I'll go over and see what's up. They're just like, oh, we want like action medics. I'm just like, I'm an EMT. What do you want? And so, um, someone was having a panic attack slash was probably dehydrated. It was, I think it was just feeding off of it, but it was, um, it was one of the guys who had been you know, near us during foam con. So like I knew enough about him. So we're just like, everyone just go back. We're just going to like talk to them a little bit. Uh, ended up getting, we ended up putting him in a car with Drac and someone from his club to get him back. And I was walking back with um, uh, dude with green mohawk. I'm blanking on his name right now. Toxic crow. Yeah. Toxic crow. I ended yep. up walking back with crow to uh, carry back some of the stuff that has left at final stand. And when I get back, um, one of the people I've been squatting with ran up to me. It was just like, Hey, you got nominated for best human. Where were you? It was yeah. like I was, I was off being a good human. Yeah, well, props to you, man. No, like, pe- people knew where I was. People who I cared about knowing where I was knew where I was. So that's that's what mattered to me. Yeah. And the fact that I was able to help people. Yeah, you got. Yeah, you people got, were starting to fall at the end of that mission. That final mission was yeah. a little bit like at the end of the life. Jonathan uh, again with the things happening around him. I was chasing him at one point. And I think you were by yourself, man. I don't even remember seeing anybody I recognized around you. But you were, like, by yourself towards the very, very end. And some guy, like, tripped over and, like, I don't know, like, rolled his ankle or some nonsense. And we all had to, like, kneel oh, yeah, a I heard about that. while. I heard that happen. Like, this guy, like, met, I don't know if he broke something or ripped something. From, or from something, what I heard, he was he was fine. I'm pretty sure Jonathan pushed him. Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah Jonathan, what yeah. the hell? But from what I heard, he was fine. He, like, he just... He fell and landed out of his ankle or something. He was ultimately fine. So, okay, yeah, yeah that, that's good. Though. There was that guy that I the the human during the day that I uh, panicked into be into falling over. That was unexpected. There was there was a lot of like loose yeah, branches and of, stuff like that. Thank goodness we can still play this game because yeah. it is it is just it's a, a lot. It's of surprisingly people. physical. Yeah, it's very physical. So exactly. we are at we are at an hour ten. Do we want to wrap this up real quick? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. So after like after that, everyone just kind of went back to the Airbnb. We had fun hanging out with people. Um, Cookie Blaster. No wait. No, that was that, was that was the, the next, next day. That's gonna be the that's gonna be the Foam Pro Tour podcast. Dang. Yeah, Cookie well, Blaster was the best. We'll split that into another yeah. episode. We were thinking about trying to get that in this I, episode, I, but there's yeah. just not time. We'll see um, if we can get some will. some special guests on. Yeah. That episode. Let's let's do shoutouts. So Jonathan, I. I don't know if you know this, but we we like we shot someone out at the end of our podcast just for being like a pretty decent human being or something. Ah, yeah. So, uh, anyone have? I've, I had <laughs> I had one more quick story. Yeah, yeah. Because uh, this is really cool. So, um, I, I talked about having the walkie talkies. So, 
Um, boop, boop. I purchased a set of six for basically oh. club use, and I own them, Ooh. but they're for club use. So I Ooh. brought all six for you know for people who don't have them, um, and got them all programmed. Um, and I had given two of them to uh, Jonathan and Shana uh, because they, you know they were coming to the hobby with you know new to it, no gear or anything, which was cool. Um, Shana lost hers while she was out in a mission, and then Jonathan had set his down on. Um, the counter and it had gotten sweeped up so it looked like I was down two radios but apparently the radio that Jonathan had set down on the counter got swept up with Tom's gear and made it back to our... No, that that gear hadn't left the house the gear that I found it in, that was gear that I wore mission three and left at the house so that maybe it got swept up during mission three but... No, that, that one was that one was mine that I put in my pouch I, somehow I acquired a third radio but they they were all programmed to yeah I the, I don't know how but that that one was it, mine it, well what however yeah the radio that Jonathan was using got swept up into your gear and ended up with your stuff somehow and then the one that Shana had that fell off we found while we were doing dart sweep you know we we uh, we met yeah that was like nobody dart swept this was the crazy thing about the whole event like there was no scheduled dart sweep yeah. So it was. Well, I feel, I feel like there was just nobody wanted yeah. to. So it was on Sunday after the foam tour. Yeah. Oh. Um, we we went back and we went back and met Vlad on campus, and it was Connor. Were you with us? Yeah, I was with yeah. you guys. So Connor, it's Tom, and I sunburned, but um, I was there. We're on campus. Michelle and I came too, but we ended up at a different yeah. Yeah. lot than you guys, and we yeah. swept from we swept yeah. that whole part of the campus by ourselves um, over there. While we were sweeping over in the area where the spider was, Connor found the radio that had fallen off of Shana's gear. So and Tim and Connor were also keeping points based on how many darts they found. Connor won ultimately because of that. Well, no, Connor won because I was swinging my bag at one point and half my darts <laughs> and socks fell out. Oh, yeah, and did he, like, scoop them yes, all Yes, he did. So, but <laughs> you, get, you get a cookie, Connor. Yeah, but he, yeah, cookie shot to the face. <coughs> Oh, I'm dying. Story, story uh, for another time. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, and, and the reason I know it is our radio is the, Channel 16 had a private uh, code on it so that it was only usable with other radios from our group. And That's this right. one was programmed with that code. So. So. Yeah, I tried. I, I wanted Michelle to jump on and tell a story. She has like a fun story about radios, but she said she's too shy. So Aww. she doesn't. She's not going to. Okay, side note, side note, one of the guys from our squad actually just friended me on, like, just followed my personal Instagram, so he found me somehow. Yeah. Shout out to you, German Cowboy. Nice. Yeah. No, he's a fun guy. Um, so, shout outs. Uh, who wants to go first? I've got mine ready. Go. Uh, shout out to people I ran with, and shout out to the up-and-coming booty squad. Oh, we got we got Ray, we got booty Wormy, squad. we got Trico, we got Jules, and we got Vlad. Shout out to our uh, best squad, booty squad. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh lordy. Yeah. Also, shout out to German Cowboy for um, following my Instagram. Oh lordy. Yeah. I changed your name, and I'm I'm was gonna wait, but I just I have I gotta tell you I changed your name at some point. In what? Uh. Anyways, my shout out. Um, wait, where did you change I'm my, do name? my shout out to granola? Um, I love granola and I love dinner and just food is. Dude, so granola. Good. Shout. Out, can, we, can we get a like, subscribe for granola? granola subscribe hashtag subscribe free stuff granola smash that like button for granola for granola no um for real actually um 
I don't have a specific shout out. I really enjoy talking to Mr. Nathan. He's just a nice guy. Really just stand up guy, but we've you know He he has achieved um, a level that is on par with Mr. Rogers and Bob Ross. He's he's more like Mr. Rogers. No, he's more like Bob but Ross. But he'll never be the best um, grandpa ever. That's new people that I met. Um I you know what I thought was kinda interesting? Three D printed solid. They were a little bit difficult to deal with. Uh they just had so many items. Oh, they died. brought so much stuff. I don't know if you saw their Foamcom booth. They had so much stuff. Wait, who did? Ended up buying. Huh? Who did? Who brought so much stuff? Um, they they brought so many items to Foamcom. Like they, they brought. I'm assuming. Um, 3D printed solid brought just a oh, ton okay. of items. I don't know how much thing, how many things they sold because they had so many like weird like one off kind of things. They just had so many like things which is like that's odd, but I like it. Yeah, exactly. So I ended up buying an item from them. I bought a uh, Jolt holster, a holster that you can mount to your leg. Or your... So I thought that was kind of just fun, just a fun, goofy thing to have. Um, so they were kind of cool, like kind of pseudo shout out because they like talking to them was, I don't know, they were not, they were nice enough. They're just a little difficult. But the, the cool stuff and, and nice enough people. I wish I could have spent time talking to them about their products rather than about like wanting to buy something so that's something i'd like to pursue in the um bobo was actually like a pretty stand-up kind of dude to talk to so a little shout out to him. yeah enjoyed bobo his, if you uh, if you want to be on our podcast join our discord and talk to us because now you know yeah we'll, we'll find you know him I, I don't i don't know if people um, realize this i think bobo was the first nerf podcaster he he had a short lived. I did not realize. I, I don't I actually. I don't even know if it was short lived, but he had he a. Did, he had a few episodes. He had a podcast at one point. Um, looking up the info. Right oh, now. I know who my shout out should have been. By the way, I'm going to take all. Again, I'm going to take all that back. Good people, whatever. But my shout out is to our number one zombie. Uh, you know, three years running or whatever. Legolas. Legolas oh, yeah. always bring in the action. Always bring in the excitement, the energy. Dude, Legolas, um, join the Booty Squad. The zombies were fired up this year. Um, it was really fun to play zombie because we had music, we had dancing. We were just, we were obviously having a way better time than the humans, uh, which it was a lot of fun. Like playing a zombie, like the, the attitude and the environment, the zombie side is so good. Um, and Legolas is there to like kick it off. You know, he's always ready to go, bring the high energy right from the get go. Him and uh, um, that I, mean, Wormy intentionally that got turned. Um, oh, Wormy did? Yeah, they both yeah, intentionally th- got turned. So, Bo- Bobo's that, podcast I think had I know who episodes. that person... I'm pretty sure I know who that person is, but I... If you, like, if you saw her, you'd things, know who it was. I don't know. Anyways, yeah. um... Bobo's Yeah, podcast. shout out to Legolas. Bobo's podcast had 14 episodes. It's called Nerf Herders. We beat you, Bobo. It, uh... We beat yeah, we you. made it longer than 14. Yeah, it was, it was back in um, We're all about quantity John- over quality. Here's, here's my last shout-out. I've given a lot. Shout-out to Jonathan Juan, my friends who came to this event and took a chance on doing something weird with weird people, and it honestly looked like you guys had a great time. So I'm so happy you guys made it and hung out with us. So that was yeah. fantastic. Shout-out to those weirdos. Thanks for the invite. Yeah. Appreciate yeah, it. Glad you came, man. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. Um, here is my shout out, and it goes to Panda or Pandemonium. Oh, Chris, so, Eric, love you. I don't, I don't think you've heard this story yet. Yeah. So we're at the Savannah Airport, getting ready to head out, and we're looking for somewhere to eat. 
and we're walking through the airport and we see this PGA tour restaurant and oh, this sounds okay. And as we come around the corner to go into the restaurant, Alice and Panda are sitting there. Alice is like frantically waving oh, at yeah. us. And I'm just like, who, yeah. who the hell so, is this? So we sit down to have some food with them because we had like an hour and a half before the plane was supposed to board. And uh, then Panda's like, oh man, I, uh, I'm not going to have time to eat because it took too long to... Uh, uh, to get his food out and he was boarding to go back to Australia and uh, so he's like well you guys enjoy my wings on me and uh, he got up went and flagged down the waitress we saw him pay and he goes and you know off to his plane and goes to board so after we had eaten and had a panic attack because Alice uh, couldn't find her passport uh, it had fallen out uh in the scanner and was stuck in the rollers. She did find it. So she was able to get on and get back to Canadia land. Um, yeah, that that was a scare. That was a scare. Um, we go to pay and the waitress is like, Oh, you're all set. So not only did he pay for his wings, he paid for everybody's meal just because, because he's a very nice guy. So, and from it, it sounds like this is just what he does. Yeah, so, so shout out to you, Pandemonium. Shout out to you, Panda. Also kind of hate you for that. I don't like when people pay for my food, he but also cool shout dude. out. dude. We got to play with his, um, his Megalodon. <coughs> yeah. Oh, shout out for the can of beans. You brought me uh, beans yeah, from Australia. Right, also, what are what the hell are tomato beans? What is with Australians? Mm. That sounds really good. I like I, that idea. I okay, also learned look, what this I... This is going real long. So we're at like, yeah, we're at like an hour and a half. Um, yeah, so it's been your boys at Detroit Dart Talk. Um, thank you for coming on our adventure today to find out how to acquire Nerf clout. <laughs> uh, have have a good day, I guess. Yep, Signing we'll, out. We'll see you next time when we talk about the Foam Pro Tour. Skip deep the daily dupe. Oh, hashtag free stuff. Yeah. I forgot about that one. Next time, Foam Pro Tour. Special guest. Jonathan, you got any closing Question words? Mark. No. Good word. Bye. <laughs>